afternoon and thank you for joining us on the A Lady Star of the Seas podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Ellen. Today we, we have a very special guest, Deborah Abella, author of Grimston and Max Remy's series of books and favourite of ours, Wolfie, an unlikely hero. How are you today, Deborah? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. It's, I'm very excited about being at your school. Today we were lucky enough to hear about your new book, Final Storm, the third book in the Grimston series and we enjoyed a great writing workshop with you. We were wondering if you were kind enough to answer a few questions for us and our listeners today. Love to. Well, my first question is, how long did it take to write The Final Storm? Oh, gosh. Does that include all the years that kids harassed me to write it? Okay, you're nodding. All right, okay. Because <laughs> um, I guess when authors kind of sometimes think about a book for a long time before they even sort of jot ideas down and then definitely before they write it. So um, when I – because there's three books in this series, Grimsden, New City and Final Storm, and after I finished New City they harassed me to write the third one and I wasn't going to write it. So, But slowly, slowly I thought, okay, well, what would happen to these kids who have lived in this flooded city and what would, you know, what would happen next and what would be the trouble in the novel? So I think – like, by the time I realised, oh, I, I have a story, I know what's going to happen in this book, probably from the beginning of writing down the ideas of the book to when it got published, um, probably a little over a year. What are your favourite things to do? Oh, just in general? If, yeah. Oh, okay, I love reading. Like, that just feels... I could, you know... I, is there a job where I could just read? Can I... Is that possible? I'd love to do that. Um... And I also really, really, really like hiking. So I really love once a year just putting on my backpack my solid, sturdy walking boots and just going into uh, – we've walked through deserts or forests or, you know, through glaciers and stuff. So um, they're probably two of my favourite things. And I think for me both of them allow my mind to kind of wander and go into different worlds. So reading, you go into different worlds just by reading – but adventuring, you physically and literally go into kind of a different world. And I think that's kind of why I like both of them. Why did you write Wolfie? Oh, Wolfie is my only picture book so far. Um, Wolfie, an unlikely hero. Um, I work in schools a lot and um, I'd met a lot of kids who I really, really, really liked. But they were often a bit naughty or they'd get into trouble because they did something. They didn't really think about it properly. And so they'd be in trouble with their teacher. So I wanted to write about um, a wolf who normally everyone thinks is the bad guy, right? Um, but he thinks, no, I don't want to be the bad guy. In fact, I want to be the hero for once. So I wanted to kind of turn that idea on its head that sometimes the kid who is always in trouble, it's not because they're a bad kid or a naughty kid. It's just that sometimes we do stuff that's, you know, gets us in trouble, which was my entire childhood. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to write about a wolf who is not normally the hero but who hopefully gets the chance to be one, which may or may not happen, of course, in the book, yeah. What inspires you to write your fa fantastic stories? Oh, whatever I get excited about. My biggest, biggest writing tip for anyone who wants to write is write about stuff that you get excited about. So if you're a runner and you love everything to do with running, you write, do, do that, borrow stories from, you know, that idea of competing and training and the, the heartbreak. And um, I tend to write about... Oh, see, there's not one thing you get excited by. So a lot of my books actually are, are different. So I've written about spies and I've written about World War II because um, it was based on my father's story of surviving World War II and moving to Australia. Um, the Flooded City books, so the Grimsden series I wrote because 
I think we need to take better care of this planet. So I got cranky and thought, you know what, if we don't take care of the planet, things are going to go a bit wrong. So that's kind of what the Grimston trilogy is. It's kind of like a, hey, everyone, let's, let's do a better job of taking care of this planet. So, and then I read the Spelling Bee books because I just, I had the idea for this little girl who was shy and awkward, um, but her parents just support her and say, we think you should enter Australia's spelling competition because we know you're shy and awkward, but we think you're brilliant and we think you will win the Spelling Bee. And so with the support of her family, this little kid finally goes from being a really shy, anxious little thing to standing on the stage of the Sydney Opera House. So I think I write about things I think are important and I'm generally to... Even though a lot of my books sort of look different on the surface, they're all about little kids who don't really think they're heroes and they don't think they're the brave, strong ones, but they face problems where they kind of are pretty brave. When it comes to it, they stand up to bullies or they do take that stage at the Opera House and they spell their hearts out. So I think that's – if you look at all my books, I think that's probably what it's about. Little kids, the small kids were sometimes overlooked, but they in my books get to be the heroes. What is Teresa about? So Teresa was inspired by my dad's story. My dad was born in a cave during um, the bombing raids of World War II in a country called Malta. And so when uh, Malta was bombed for three years straight, and so after the war it was a complete mess. So um, my character Teresa and uh, her mum and dad, they apply to come and live in Australia. And so it's like kind of like a migration story. So Teresa arrives in Australia just like my dad did as a little my dad arrived as a little boy. Um, but it was at a time too when there weren't a lot of people who looked different in Australia. Like unlike today, Australia is like multicultural and brilliant and so amazing. Um, but back then it wasn't the case. So when my dad arrived as a little boy after World War Two in Australia, he was different. So he was kind of bullied and picked on for being different. So Teresa sort of borrows from my dad's story about and tells the story of a little girl who does leave her country, not because she wants to, but her country is in trouble, moves to Australia, and then um, she tries to make a new life here. And most of the kids she meets are actually quite nice to her, but there is one boy called Henry who's who decides to bully her just for looking different and just for being different. And, again, this story was also inspired by my crankiness at that. Like, I just think it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever to treat somebody badly because they look different to you. Like, that does not make any sense in my brain at all. <laughs> it makes me really cranky. So, yeah, I don't I don't mean to sound like all my books are written because I get cranky, but some of them <laughs> are inspired by my, come on, we need to treat each other better and we need to treat the planet better. Did you have a turning point in your career? Oh, I think, you know what, I've had... I've had a couple of really lovely turning points, um, but I, I see it more as this lovely, long, big road that hopefully I'll be able to be on for a little while. Um, I've got lovely special moments that happen to me. Like, for example, I launched my Teresa book um, with the president of Malta in her palace. And I remember standing in the middle of the palace in this, like, this beautiful country thinking, I'm just a girl from the suburbs in Sydney how did I make it all the way here? I just thought, if I can stand here next to the president of Malta, anybody can do it. you just got to really want to do, you know, whatever it is you want to do, follow your heart, whether it's running or whether it's writing or whatever. So I've had a few moments like that in my career where I've just thought, I am seriously the luckiest person in the world right now. Thank you so much for joining us today, Deborah, and answering our questions. We really have enjoyed having you at our school and look forward to reading your 
new book, Final Storm. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I love coming to your school. I've been coming to this school for a little while and I just, I adore it. So thank you so much. Well, that's all we have time for today. Please subscribe to our podcast on Podbean and stay tuned for more exciting work from our Lady Star of the Sea students. Bye Bye for now. now.